Hi everyone, this is Nancy with Nancy J Ministries. Welcome to my channel. If you're listening to me here where I'm live, or you're listening to this as a replay or recording somewhere else out there online, welcome to Nancy J Ministries. Man, I don't know about you, but for the last three weeks, life has been a struggle on the other side of my screen. You know, a lot of us spend a lot of time online, don't we? Uh, we may be a remote worker. Uh, we may have a job where we need to go to the job and be on site. We may have a job that we are constantly on the phone or sending texts or communicate in an online way or face-to-face. We may have families that demand our time and we do it lovingly, but maybe today you're hearing my voice and you're tired. I know I, for the last three weeks, man, I've been tired, but I've been tired because of what's going on. I have numerous deadlines that must be met. There is no option. There is no extension. Um, my schedule was pretty manageable. I'm usually pretty good at watching my schedule and how much I add to it and um, not to add anything when I'm in the middle of serious deadlines. But I'll tell you what, this was difficult. It was difficult, even for this person that is usually focused. Maybe that's you also. Maybe you're not a person that lacks focus. Maybe your struggle is not running around in circles. Maybe it is good, right? Maybe you are good at doing your schedules. Maybe you are able to get up in the morning and sit down and know exactly what you're to be doing, at what time, and when. If that's you, congratulations, but maybe you can also think of a time that it was not so good, right? Your schedule just went kind of crazy. Maybe there was an emergency. Well, as I mentioned, three weeks ago. That's kind of what happened with my life. Long ago, I fell off a horse. Yep, I was on a horse and I fell off a horse. I'm not going to tell you the story here today because that's not my point, but I fell off a horse and I hurt my arm really bad. When I fell off the horse. I wasn't thrown. I just slowly slid off the horse's back. And when I slid, I came down on my right arm and all of my weight hit the top of my arm between my elbow and my shoulder. In fact, I still remember today, not the pain from when I hit, but the pain for weeks that rather I was trying to put the seatbelt on in the car or I just moved it a little bit. I had really, I didn't tear anything. I'm not sure what medical terms to use, but I didn't tear anything. But as what I did was, I think I just pulled it and really stressed it. I didn't have any bruising on the outside of my arm, but man, it was painful. 
and three weeks ago I was doing something very simple in my house and I have a stack up washer and dryer so my dryers on the top and I'm a pretty short person but instead of getting a stool um, I was stretching to get to the inside of my lint area on my dryer so I snapped out this little piece that collects all of the lint and I could see there was some other lint behind it so lint and a dryer can cause fires right so I want to get it out of there and so it's what I did I got on my toes no big deal I'm stretching but I also had to stretch my arm and I turned my arm a certain way and oh my goodness it was like an instant reminder of the pain of my old injury it was instant so it took me a good week of being careful with my arm because I knew what I needed to do don't lift anything real heavy with it if I do what I know I need to do the problem is not going to persist it's going to go away so even at night I go to turn over and oh my goodness I would feel this awful awful pain um, so is what I would do I'd put my other hand on my wrist and I would lift up lift up my arm and I'd put it back on my pile of pillows and that's how I slept but in the middle of all this I have deadlines I have to meet and in my mind I am I am going through my schedule every morning going how am I going to do this I have two things that need to be completed at the same time and it's not because I set up my schedule wrong it's just the demands of life it was paperwork that needed to be done in fact it was very important paperwork because it's in paperwork to uh, keep my insurance and it was paperwork in another area that dealt with finances and one had already extended the deadline for me so I'm right smack in the middle of this and I'm going but then I started thinking oh my god I am so tired I am just so tired right now kinda like this man in this photo that's why I pulled up this photo here where he's just looking down right he's looking down and he's surrounded by this swirling water and that's what this reminds me of in the middle of this because I'd go to bed at night and then I'd start worrying right instead of relaxing staying up all night isn't going to accomplish this I've learned from my mistakes right because I'm going to get tired and I'm working with numbers and I may make a mistake and that's not good either with what I was working on but I'd get up in the morning and I would feel so tired just tired and I was making sure I was eating right drinking enough water you know doing all those things but the cares of this world and the demands the demands of this world can bring us down but then finally one day I began to pray because my arm was feeling better but I was still having trouble picking things up and I'm thinking man maybe I should go to the doctor but it still felt like that same old injury 
And finally, I was just taking a break and I was just laying on the bed. I was just laying there. And I was just taking a break. I told myself 10 minutes and then get up and go back to back to work. And as I am doing this, I put my hand on my arm and I began to pray. I just began to pray. And I asked, simply asked God, would you please, please heal my arm? And after my few minutes were up, I got up, came back to my desk, started working again. And all of a sudden, I noticed the pain was gone from my arm. It was totally gone. And I thought, well, maybe because I rested. But no, I know that pain. Maybe you can think of a time in your life. Maybe you said a simple prayer to God. Maybe it was for yourself or someone else um, and you're with them or maybe you're by yourself and, and you begin to pray. Nothing real fancy, but you just begin to pray. And there's other times that you have just cried and screamed out to God asking for his healing and he has healed you or he has healed someone else. But in the middle of this, crazy world and we have so many opportunities around us that we can take part on and we can be online we could be online 24 7 and doing good things right we could be with people we could do a combination with people but this is my question for you today do you spend time being still See, my arm hurting again, I know the solution. One, God can heal it, I request, and I asked him to do that, and he did. But also, it, before that, it's important for me to do what I know I need to do. And for me, that was rest my arm. Just rest my arm. So this is my question again for you today. Do you spend time being still? You know, I shared with you about my arm. That's probably about three weeks ago. Things are kind of a blur because of all my deadlines. And this week, I'm doing really good, right? I'm set down. I could have this finished by this time, I made sure, okay, this is going to be really tight this week, what I need to get done, but this is those things. It's not my choice. It's some paperwork that must be done. So by, I think it was Tuesday, I noticed my one of my teeth feeling kind of sore. And so is what I know when that happens from my mistakes of not going to the dentist for regular checkups, I do know now when that happens, I need to go to the dentist ASAP and make an appointment. But this is what I said, which is fine because it was just a small little pain. 
I'll wait till this week is up. I'll call. I'll make an appointment. At the end of this week, yeah, at the end of this week, I'm going to call the dentist knowing I've got to find a new dentist. And that's going to take some time to make sure my insurance is accepted. And I'll do that at the end of this week and I'll set my appointment to next week. That was my plan, my friends. That was my plan. But my plan did not work out. My plan did not work out of finding that little window of time to just be quiet, to just be still. And I'm not talking about doing a Bible study. I'm talking about stepping back from things. And that may be having a coffee with a friend or even calling someone on the phone to chat. But that's not what worked out for me. As I continue to work my tooth, I'm going to give you the short version here, just began by the next day to be so painful I could hardly stand it. By Wednesday night when I was done tutoring, because I do a lot of talking, so I've got to move my mouth, do a lot of listening too, but usually I do a lot of um, reading of words or speaking, and sometimes I have people repeat it for pronunciation. But... By the time I ended Wednesday, my mouth was very sore. And through Thursday morning, I knew it's like, man, I need to find a dentist. But I had to tutor again. And I waited till in the afternoon and I started to call and I was in such pain. Already I hadn't been sleeping at night because of it. And I was in such pain. I was wondering, how am I going to? sleep tonight. That was Thursday night because I had found a dentist and I was going to be able to go and see the dentist at 4.30 on Friday because I was still going to try and work Friday morning instead of resting and just saying, okay, God, I'm doing my best here and trust him that he's got this and He will help me. The next step of this is, I definitely ended up being still. But when I arrived at the dentist and they sat me in the chair, I was there probably for about 90 minutes, and it was bad. I've had some major dental work before, but it wasn't the dentist's fault. He was very, very gentle. But as what they found was in my jaws, why it was so painful, I couldn't eat, I hadn't ate anything for two days, didn't drink coffee, couldn't rest, wanted to rest, right? There are times God tells us, you know, set aside that time or take that time, have time to rest, have some quiet time, step away from our work, just like Sunday, it's called the day of Sabbath, right? A Sabbath rest but I couldn't. I wanted to so bad, but I couldn't. I swished water in my mouth. I did a little bit of salt water. I did all those things that they had told me to do in the past that would help when I was going through past dental work two years ago, but it didn't help. I could not rest. I wanted to, but I couldn't. My question again to you is, do you spend 
time being still? Like when you can, do you spend time resting? Before I go any further, I want to read a scripture to you, and many of you may be familiar with this already. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible today, and I'm looking at 2 Timothy 3.16. And as I was preparing to talk to you today, this spoke to me a little bit different. I was just looking online. I was doing a, a search to find scripture for about quiet and being still. Um, and somewhere in the middle of all of this, I came across 2 Timothy 3.16. But this verse doesn't talk about quiet. You may hear me say this and go, Nancy, why are you reading that? That doesn't line up with what you're saying. But it does. All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So, all scripture is inspired by God and it's profitable. So I have another question for you because most of my listeners are pastors and teachers, whether you are full-time or part-time or small groups or you are leader or just general people with your jobs. You read the Bible, you know this scripture. And maybe you have it memorized. But in God's word, he talks about taking time to rest, Sabbath rest. Like for some people, if you are a preacher and teacher on Sundays, your Sabbath rest isn't on Sunday. I know many leaders that have other days. Like mine usually isn't on on Sunday. Mine is on another day during the week. But it is my Sabbath day. Except this last week, that didn't happen well. So all scripture is inspired by God. So have you ever thought of it this way? As we're reading scriptures about Jesus, that Jesus stepped away from the crowds. Jesus stepped away and took time to pray. So since God its word is from God and is inspired by him and it's also according to other scripture they use the word alive and active alive and active the passages we don't like if we're a person that we look at serving Jesus as well you know Paul said we got to press on we got to press on to that goal. Yes, we do. But there's other verses and words from God and the inspired word of God that speak to us also. So we have no excuse. We have no excuse. It's God breathed. All scripture is inspired by God. And in other versions it does say, and God breathed. It's God's breath. 
in this word is God's breath. So first we had 2 Timothy 3.16, that's our verse for today. And then the second scripture I have for us today is 1 Chronicles 16 verse 11 and verse 11 is right smack in the middle of David's psalm of thanksgiving. And you know in the middle of my pain the night before I went to see the dentist and in the middle of the procedure because they found a really bad infection that's why I was in so much pain. And a prior dentist is what they were doing. They were trying to save this tooth for me. So as I get older, if I need one of those little partial things in the bottom, I would have something to hook it on to. But there was no way we could save this. And I just knew this was going to hurt. And I'm thinking of the pain the night before as I'm having the new pain, which is worse than the previous pain, but I know, hang with me here, I know that that pain is going to be less once I go through this. When I come out the other side, when the doctor takes care of me, I know the pain will be less. Verse 1 Chronicles 16, 11. This doesn't talk about pain. But listen to this here. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. So physically, I was holding still, right? But I was in pain. But in my mind is what I was doing is seeking the Lord. In my mind, I've got the dental hygienist on the one side with his little water in his air, and I've got the doctor on the the other side, and I could hear there's another um, person popping in and out. And as this procedure is going on, it took 90 minutes. There was a couple times that the doctor took a break for 10 minutes. He would give me another shot of numbing. But in the middle of it is what I would say to the Lord in my mind. Lord, give me your strength. I'm holding still here. I know you can heal. He did my arm like quickly, right? I don't get a choice. And there isn't anything. There are some people out there would say in their teaching, but Nancy, there's something that's not right somewhere. That's why you didn't get your tooth healed. That's not necessarily so. It's not my choice. Yes, we read scripture about confessing your sins when you call the elders to pray for you. Confess your sins because you're confessing them to one another, right? When you call the elders and then you will be healed. But we read about scripture also that speaks to us when someone was not. But I believe healing is for today. Let me add this. I know we're talking about quiet, but I want to add this. Physical healing is for today. I always ask God first to heal. 
but I also go to a physician and go to a dentist. But in the middle, as I said, I was seeking the Lord. I needed his strength because I just wanted to scream. But I didn't. I made it through and I came out the other side and I also was praying Lord give this doctor the strength help him give him the wisdom to do what needs to be done quickly that's what I was asking that was near the end quickly and by the time we were finished I was the last person except for the people that worked there in this dental office but as what was frustrating was everything in the last three weeks changed my schedule but I couldn't find the time to just rest and when I found the time to rest I was in pain so there is going to be times maybe it's not physical problems for you there's going to be times even in ministry as leaders have you ever put your head on your desk or sitting in your car or walking somewhere and you're saying to God, maybe out loud, no one's around, or you're saying it in your mind, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I am so tired. And we can ask him and he will give us the strength that we need. But he gives it to us as we need it. He's not going to give me next week's strength for today because I don't need that same strength because most days for me and for most people are not that we have to cry out to God all day long but here is my question in general all of our lives are different all of our schedules are different all of our experiences that we go through to through the weeks and through our life let's just say in a month are not the same we can agree on scripture the same but what we go through is different like the night before I went to the dentist I'm not gonna go through detail on that right now but man I was having a battle it was like being in the pit of hell in this pain. And this is what I was thinking also was, thank God I've received Jesus because I don't want to feel what hell feels like because I'm sure it's worse than this tooth and this tooth is awful. My whole mouth was swollen. It is awful. And now I'm able to talk to you right I'm taking a um, I'm taking an antibiotic for the infection and um, I have a like a strong ibuprofen that I take just in case of the pain and I have a few things they told me what I need to do for healing and they say you know it'll take three to uh, six weeks to totally heal all the way down to the bottom to my bone because they had to like go down to the bone because of the infection um, and I'm sorry I'm sorry I want to say this apologize maybe my talking about an arm was okay but talking about the dentist is just a little much for you but sorry for the details um, you could always just 
you haven't already, uh, just fast forward through if you're listening to the replay. But as our question is, do you spend time being still in all of our lives, whether we are a Christian leader or however we lead our life, we're a mom or dad that stay at home with our children and life is crazy sometimes, that we also need to have boundaries so we can find that time to be, sp- to be still, to have those quiet times. Because according to what I'm reading online from um, different articles from medical doctors and from different hospitals, how they have the websites, and I don't just read the junk out there. I um, read from reputable sources that I consider reputable anyway, that emotional and physical rest is important for our health. It affects our health. There used to be a saying years ago, I remember hearing this and I thought, man, that's not word what God's word says. It was this saying in Christian circles, burn out for Jesus. We're going to burn out for Jesus. Well, you don't want to burn out for Jesus. Paul doesn't even say that. He says, press on to the goal. To me, is what the word press means is sometime it's going to be hard. Right? I'm, I'm feeling better, but I'm really, really tired. And I still have these two deadlines I have to meet. But it's what I'm doing to take the pressure off. I found some windows of time that I'm just going to take a nap. Nope, not going to be reading my Bible, not praying. I'm going to take a nap. There is nowhere in God's Word that He tells us to serve Him and never take a break. Before I started going through all this battle in the last three weeks and I also believe it was the the battle from the enemy because he comes after those who are serving him and that is all part of when we receive Jesus it's learning to stand learning to press through sometime it's faster sometime it's slower sometime it is sitting but before all that happened is what I started doing is um, I take a break and maybe give myself about 15 minutes at the most. I'd sit in a chair, not with my Bible open, not studying anything. And I'm not telling you don't do that, okay? But sometime I'd lay on my pillow, or other times sitting in a chair. And at least once a day, if I was feeling stressed and, and the cares of this life are getting to me, I would just lay my head on my pillow, not go to sleep, and I would literally tell myself to just be calm, think about nothing. Wasn't praying, none of this, some of this religion thing out there that says empty your mind. I wasn't trying to empty my mind and and reach nirvana and another religion that's out there. But just to be totally still, my body, my thoughts, 
because most leaders are planners, right? We're scheduling, we're planning, we're, you know, it's it's not even the same thing as someone says sometime when they have ADHD or some other things out there that their mind doesn't shut off. It's it's not like that. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm just talking about being totally still. Remember the verse, be still and know that I am God. So, yes, yeah, going to be still and know that I'm, I, I am God and not doing any planning in my head, not thinking what I need to get up or not thinking about what I need to do when I get up from my 15-minute rest, just sitting or laying my head on the pillow. And I found out when I do that, it's so much easier to just get up and go back to work. I wrote down two opposites here. And it's interesting because the way our body is made, and I don't know why I thought of this. I don't know if it was God or just something deep in my mind that I recalled from putting this together. But there was an old movie. I can't remember the the name of the movie. But it, it was like a war movie, and there was prison camps in this movie. And in this prison camp, for these group of people, they had them in this one fence and in this one, well, it's a prison, right? And I think it was in an Asian setting. But is what they did, they would play, the guards, they would play this sound, this loud sound, and never shut it off. That's damaging. That was that's damaging to people. If you put yourself in a in a room and just have loud sounds, man, that's not good for our emotional state, right? Not long ago my smoke alarm went off. And no matter what I did, I could not shut it off and it's not it's not um I guess it does. Yeah, it does have a battery, but I I couldn't get on the up high enough my ceilings are high to reach it right so I had to call maintenance and it's not emergency I told him I don't have a fire but it's loud my smoke alarm is loud and I don't even think I could make it five minutes staying in here which is good right that means it's loud when I need it but I don't need it right now and it's in the middle of day it's in the middle of my work day and so I go out in the hall by my apartment and stand there until they arrive because I just couldn't handle the sound. Now what I'm talking about, this is the extreme, right? But let's now apply that sound to living our life 365 days. It's in a year or the majority of them like that. When we are younger, and I used to live this way, when we are younger, we can do that. But I don't believe when we are older, because, yep, we'll just call me older now, right? It's because of my age when I say I can't, I just can't do this, I can't go on. It's it's because of my schedule and the demands. There was the same 
thing. Yeah, the same. I struggled with the same thing when I was younger because I'm always going and doing and, and always loved what I was doing and my life. But then I learned back then and then I had to learn it again as I get older. Our body needs rest. And so when God says, be still and know I am God, maybe there's more to that, right? That know I am God is he'll take care of it. When I was at the dentist yesterday and I left and I have these left these things sitting here and I had to cancel like three hours of teaching in the morning and that was very difficult for me because that's how I pay my rent right and then I'm at the dentist and I'm sitting in the lobby waiting and I'm thinking man I thought I was going to be able to teach tonight um, I had another three hours and I got on my phone and I got into the website that I use and the company I'm connected with and I canceled all my lessons and I sent a message to all my students. Do you know why I did that? Because it was like what was in my mind was God will take care of this. Right? He'll He'll help me right now. I need to do this with my teeth. And either I trust him or I don't. By looking back over my entire life and just really fast, different situations, he has provided for me. Because you see, when I'm not tutoring, I'm not making any money except for the gifts that people send. So I did set up my um, cash app. I'm not done talking here about still. I just want to add this so I don't forget. I did set up my Cash App. Cash App is connected to Square. Many times when we go shopping, swipe our card, that's the company it goes through. Um, if anyone would like to give a gift, I'm not sure if all countries can use this, but you'll be able to look at it and see. Um, if you go to Cash App, it's an app, of course, um, and my giving address is dollar sign n-a-n-c-y w-2-8-2 that's dollar sign n-a-n-c-y w-2-8-2 okay now back to what I was saying so we have the noise right sometime our life is just filled with noise not as bad as like in a prison camp but sometimes it may feel like it, right? We just have people calling us. It may not even be hearing voices. It may be messenger. It may be text. It may be replying to something we did online. That it, it could be coming from all over the place, right? It's, it's just, it's the season we're in, in our world. But the opposite of this and this is why God does not tell us to live our entire life being still in a room like if I were to just go into my bedroom and shut the door and that's how I'm going to live that's how I'm going to live forever I'm going to have quiet time 365 days a year that's the opposite right that is the opposite and so I wrote down an example of this and um, it exists in our prisons today in the United States. Um, you know, I don't know the rules for it or how that works or the length, but is what they do in a prison. They will remove someone from the group, the population, 
to solitary confinement. They remove them from the prison community. They're in solitary confinement, meaning they are moved away from everyone. They are shut away. Yes, they still get food, but they're not out. For, if they're out for walks, they take them out for walks. Now, this is a part I do understand from a couple of things that I read. They, they're allowed out for walks, but they're not with the people. They're not with the, the um, whatever you want to call them out there. Right? They're not with the general population of the prison. They take them out. They take them away from a community only for a time. It's called solitary confinement. And that is why that's done because that's too much quiet. It's to get them to conform or do whatever rules they've broken or whatever has happened. Right? And that's not good either. So too much sound. And that's proof. We have proof when that happens. So I'm not talking about the kids yelling and lots of fun going on or even arguing. But the opposite is solitary confinement. So is what that tells me, the way God has created us, we all need to find that balance. And this will involve boundaries margins because rest is important for our emotional and physical health and not long ago I was um, mentoring someone and they said well I want my time to be efficient and that's good it's good for our time to be efficient efficient but not long ago I was wondering, am I just too efficient and am I too focused? Is it possible to be too focused? These are just thought questions I'm throwing out there to you. Is it possible to be too focused and so efficient that you've got everything lined up in such a schedule and it's tight one thing after the other? One may be something you do that same thing all day, right? Yes, you do go home, you eat food, all those things. But in your calendar, you have everything so scheduled that we're living in a box and we don't even realize it. And that was something I started looking at when this man was talking about being efficient. Because efficient is good, right? Being faithful is good. Getting done what we're given and completing it is good. But this is a question. I'm not going to explain it. I'm just going to throw it out there. Is it possible to be too efficient? Is it possible to be so focused that if someone calls you and you have some spare time, right? You're really not doing much. And said, um, would you like to go have dinner or go to a restaurant or go have a cup of coffee or just go for a walk? That we say no because that isn't in our schedule. So as I'm drawing to the end, my point of this is each one of us needs to find out what works for us. Like for me, I am not getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning to sit 
or go for a walk or even 6 a.m. to go for a walk with no one around for it to be quiet nope that's not going to happen but for me sometime that happens mid-afternoon or just after lunch or late in the evening so you need to find that time that works for you in my book you've heard me mention this before if you've listened to me uh, my book is a hurting heart turned inside out and my goal when I wrote this book was for it to be evergreen and it's what evergreen means is that you know it's not a book written for a certain time that uh, two years from now it will have no meaning right um, and in my book a hurting heart turned inside out it's available on Amazon by the way it's available in Kindle and it's also available um, in paperback uh, but on day 19 I wrote about where does our peace come from and I write about reading Galatians chapter 1 and to me the words being still and peace go together they have two different meanings but they go together and we have the verse the peace that surpasses all of our understanding that we could totally have peace for instance I'm sitting here and this photo we're using here is this this man surrounded by this water it looks like he's in the middle of a storm and that he's he's alone and sometime we are alone in our storms we can't stay with people 24 7 unless of course we're living with our uh, family and kids right but people cannot give us that peace in the middle of our struggles right and we take that time to be quiet to be still and we're um, and we're maybe we are reading some scripture that's okay too right to it's your quiet time to get out your Bible I've done that also there's been times where I've just sat there and I move from my office into the other room I may go to the dining room table and I have this beat up old Bible that I like to use I've had it for a long time it's got all my notes and I'll just sit there and I'll open that up no notepad nothing and I'm just quiet and I'm reading and sometimes what's interesting is in the middle of my stillness it's like this peace comes over me and I cannot even define it in the same way we would define it in a dictionary because it's like there meaning inside of me and around and around me one second here I'm trying to find a another scripture there it is um, Galatians 1 3 grace to you and peace from God so even when we, Paul is saying that to the Galatians right he's telling them as he's greeting them this is his greeting the peace is from God grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from this present evil age according to the will of our God and Father 
to him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. In our quiet, in our stillness, God can bring peace to our hearts. And maybe in the middle of the peace and the quiet, there was a saying when I was was younger, parents were say, would say, I just need peace and quiet. Everyone, stop arguing, stop talking. You know, especially if there's a lot going on in the house. Just stop. Give me some peace and quiet. And the definition of that is everybody, you know, literally, be quiet. Be still. Don't bother me. But this peace and quiet isn't what anyone can give us. We can even have stillness in the middle of craziness. We could have stillness, that feeling. And if you have felt this, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to end with a couple questions from my book. Are we looking for others to give us peace in our life? Are we looking for others to make us feel better about ourselves or our circumstances? Like even in our stillness. Do we want someone to fix it? So we're not so busy. We each must take personal responsibility for that. Are we expecting our husband, wife, pastor, or friend to give us what we long for. Are you waiting for them to make the time for you to find some quiet time, some stillness? Are we hiding from the peace God longs to give us? Or how about, are we hiding from the stillness that God has waiting for us. So maybe it's time for a makeover in your life. Maybe it's time for a makeover, meaning allowing the Holy Spirit to make over areas of your life. Ask him to show you. Maybe you're looking at your life right now, you're listening to me and you're thinking, man, I don't have any room in my schedule in my life for what you're talking about, Nancy. It's just not there. Well, then the best place to start is with God. Ask Him to show you. Ask Him to show you. For me, it was like trimming my schedule down a lot. Which is hard for me to do because why? I don't want to. I didn't want to. But do you know what? I started feeling better when I did that. I started feeling freedom. I began having time to be here with you and talk to you and share the word that God gives to me to share with you. And usually for me, when I say it's a word that God gives to me to give to you, it starts out as a word for me that I need to listen to. Like in the middle of my pain in my mouth, when I could, the night I could not sleep, I was up probably every hour or two hours, and I was up pacing and walking. And I'm not going to share what I said or what I felt God showed me 
uh, through his word and prayer as I was walking but there was some things in my life that he showed me how to shuffle around that I don't want to but in the middle of my pain he was showing me and it wasn't that I was experiencing this problem with my tooth because of things I needed to adjust in my life but that's when he chose to get my attention so my prayer for you is that you'll take the time and ask God even if you are on the run right now and you're not sure what to do even if you're driving in your car to be brave and ask him and it doesn't mean you turn your life upside down and throw everything out and do nothing this this message isn't for people that are just sitting doing nothing and and um, you have too much quiet time or too many boundaries there are people that do have that also uh, so this message is not for people that do such things which is not much of anything and I'll end with this scripture this is the words of Jesus in Matthew 11 28 and 20 let's see 28 29 and 30 come to me all of you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest take my yoke and learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light <music>